following is an extract from my ideal partner, how I met, married and cared for the man I loved despite debilitating odds by Abby Johnson Taylor. We're from with kind permission from the author, I'm allowed to do this excerpt. Prologue. The big day. This couldn't be happening. I dozed myself. As my, as in my underwear, I paced upstairs hall in Grandma's house, between my aunt's old bedroom and the bathroom. It was the afternoon of September 10, 2005. In the yard I heard strains of music from the stranger room. My father hired for the occasion, and a chatter of arriving guests. Soon the ceremony would start. Would I have to walk down the aisle, on my father's arm, or in my underwear? Where was my sister-in-law, Kathleen, who agreed to be a matron of honour? She's probably still in the home hotel, with my brother Andy, their two sons, Dylan and Tristan, ages eight and six, who were to be ushers, their two-year-old daughter, Isabella who would serve as a flower girl. Not only were we missing ushers and a flower girl, but my dress with Kef- was with Kathleen, Mattel, or so I thought. Why wasn't she here? The front door banged, and to my relief I heard of excited voices my nephew and niece. Go out back, and don't miss up your nice clothes, Kathleen called before rushing up the stairs to greet me. You have my dress? I asked, noticing she wasn't carrying the garment. No, it's right down the bed, she had pointed to something. I couldn't see. With my limited vision, I could only make out people one object close to me, and the heightened emotional state of my any bride to be. I hadn't thought to look closely for the dress. I'd been pacing on the floor, wringing my hands for twenty minutes, wondering where it was, and all the time it's right in front of me. Just breathe, said Kathleen. As she slipped the gown over my head, that's easy for her to say. Later, fully dressed, I sat on the toilet seat while Kathleen applied my makeup. From the yard below, the stream drew's music, and din of voices drifted up in through the open bedroom window. When I was ready, Kathleen said, OK, we need something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Let's see. While she wandered through the upstairs rooms. I made my way to the ground floor. Feeling anxious, the living room was deserted. Everyone was outside, waiting. Just as I sat on the couch to compose myself, Dad appeared and said, Honey, it's started in Bella's Canyon. I leapt to my feet and called up the stairs, Kathleen. Screw something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Let's do this. I took my dad's arm and he maneuvered we moved through the living and dining room, the kitchen, and out the back door. In minutes, Kathleen was, by, was at my side. Isabella strolled down the makeshift aisle. Oh, look, said, said, said someone in the crowd. He's dropping rose petals and picking them up again. Isn't that cute? I wanted to be annoyed, but she was only two. Still, I couldn't help wondering what else could possibly go wrong. Finally, I heard a cue for my entrance. OK, now, I whispered. To Dad, he descended. We descended the back porch steps and moved down the aisle. At first, I didn't see Bill. Was he still at the main bar? 
Then all of a sudden he stood in his grey hair, sunglasses, wearing a green suit and wearing ratched my gown. He took my ha- hand and said, Hello, sweetie, are you nervous? His usual touch of the voice was reassuring. I smiled and said, No, now that you're not you're, now that you're here. Nothing else mattered. Not the loss I found when dressed, the late revival of my train of honour, the absence of something old, something, something old, new, borrowed, blue, and errant flower girl. After a long day of preparation, celebration of heart, we finally together, unaware, a tragedy would change our lives in three short months. What is love? Being worn from within by another, being having someone from with whom to share dreams, a smoothing voice that comforts you, gentle hands and smooth life's hardships, strong arms that hold you close, lips that bring you pleasure. Love is her heart that's yours forever. My ideal partner, how I met mar- married and cared for the man I loved, despite disability odds, by Abby Johnson Taylor. In September of 2005, Abby Johnson married Bill Taylor. She was in her mid-forties, and she he was 19 years older. Three months later, Bill suffered the first of two strokes and paralyzed his, le- was paralyzed, paralyzed his left side and confined him to a wheelchair. Abby Johnson Taylor, once a registered music therapist, uses poems and poetry to tell the story of you met and married her husband, then cared for him for six years despite her visual impairment. At first there's a glimmer of hope but that Bill would walk again, but when therapists gave up on him several months after his second stroke, Taylor resigned herself to being a permanent family caregiver. She, she discusses wearing a dress learning to dress him and transfer him from one place to another, sitting up with him at night when he couldn't urinate or move his bowels, dealing with doctors and bureaucrats to obtain necessary equipment and services. It was happy times, like when she played her piano or guitar and sang his favourite songs, or when they went to eat or to a concert. She explains how she purchased a wheelchair accessible van and found people to drive it so you wouldn't always depend on local paratransit services limited hours. In the end, she decides a painful decision, destroys a painful decision. She and Bill made to move him to the nursing home when he became too weak for her to care for him in September 2012. He seemed to give up on life and passed away a month later. Yet, book review. This is a very powerful and insightful book of Abby's journey and it shows her love and passion for her husband. It's a very powerful book and highly recommended by the Ghostman radio station.